0: You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tome. Welcome Lawn Care Nation to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tome, from LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com. And this is episode number four, entitled, Technology in Lawn Care. Everybody, thank you again for joining me this week on the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Uh, Thank you for uh, sort of sticking uh, with me um, through these first couple weeks. Uh, Just a little disclaimer um, on quality um, and that... Um, you guys have, may have uh, noticed in the first few episodes, different levels in the volume and sound quality as I try to sort of figure this all out. Um, you know, I started having this idea for doing a podcast a while ago, uh, and actually started back in April with the intros and stuff. Um, but I always was trying to tweak it and trying to figure it out, doing so many versions of the same introductory podcast, um... And all the meanwhile, uh you know, I was just trying to get it perfect and you didn't want to release anything that was perfect and um you know, uh, I kept hearing uh, some of the other podcasts I was listening to and uh one of the the ones I listen to on a daily basis, which is Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas and he always um refers to a quote, um, from somebody, I forget who said the quote, but, uh, uh, Johnny Dumas always, uh, refers to this quote and that's, uh, that the person said, if you're not embarrassed by the first version of the product you put out there, then you waited too long. Um, and this started to stick with me that, um, you know, I really want to do this podcast but, uh, you know, things wouldn't get, we uh, couldn't, were never sort of getting rolling on it because I couldn't get it quite perfect. So I decided, uh, to just sort of, uh, get it out there instead, um, and work on the quality and tweak, um, you know, the episodes as they go. That's why you'll hear, uh, you know, me trying different, um, intros and, uh, you know, sound quality, maybe, you know, levels maybe higher in one, uh, Episode, and maybe slightly lower in other episodes. Um, <clears throat> so hopefully, you guys will uh, just bear with me over the next, uh, you know, few episodes while I sort of try to tweak things out, see how things work, and get to a spot where I can figure uh, how to um, get this more consistent and um, go from there. So this week's episode is all about technology in lawn care and uh, basically some of the things that I use uh, in my lawn care business. So this will be, um, I think we'll start uh, with, um, let's see, what I use uh, on uh, sort of the computer side of it. Um, So to start out uh, with uh, web hosting, uh, for my website, um, on my, uh, actual business website. Um, I referred to, uh, this in the the last episode, uh, on marketing, uh, and that, um, you know, I did, uh, all of my, uh, website design and stuff, um, myself, um, using an older version of Microsoft front page, um, from like, a Office 2000, uh, think so it's pretty pretty old piece of software but it got the framework sort of set up for me and then I tweaked um the look of the website uh, just doing html myself now um I actually because I took so much time developing the website over the that first winter uh before I had started five years ago um the uh website um I actually get tons of compliments on it um People, uh, when they call and stuff, they'll, and I'll ask them how they saw the, you know, where they heard about us, whatever. And they'll say they, you know, did a Google search and found our website and went to say, and then they'll mention, and actually it's a very, really nice website or it's really professional looking or I really, um, <clears throat> like the look of your website, the colors and, and the, the things really pop. And <clears throat> so I've had lots of compliments on it. Now, um, what I've been using um, to host the website. Now, uh, I have been using, uh, for the actual company website, um, up until this point, um, I use a service called webhostingforfree.com. Now, um, what that is, is just a basic web host, in uh, service. Um, they give you basically 20 megabytes of um storage. Uh so this is for very basic um websites. You're not going to store uh tons of video or anything on it. Um you know, it's just for basic HTML uh websites, but you can fit tons of websites, like tons of uh, pages of your website. You know, I may probably have maybe 20 um pages on my website um from, you know, the the home page and the contact page. You know the services page and then when you go into the services page there's um you know all the services broken down and each one of those services has a page that describes uh aspects of the services we provide um so you can fit quite a bit on that 20 megabytes it doesn't sound like a lot um, and i do have video but it's all uh, the video that i do have is uh, on youtube so it's just embedded in the website. So you can play it from the website uh, right there, uh, but the website isn't actually hosting the uh, video. So um, that's how that works. Now, the webhostingforfree.com um, I found to be uh, super affordable, um, probably one of the best deals I have found out there. I've been using them for years, not just with my business website, but with other uh, websites uh, as well uh, throughout the other Uh, sort of entrepreneurial uh, business ideas I've tried out. Um, And basically, uh, what you get at webhostingforfree.com is if you register uh, your domain name, uh, they do it all there. Uh, Basically, what happens is if you register your domain name through them, um, you basically get that 20 megabyte of storage or web hosting space for free for the length of however long you register the domain name. Um, and if you, uh, I think it's roughly about $29 a year, including the domain name and the hosting. But if you um, pre-register for more years in advance, like I do, I think up to five years at a time, then that price drops down to $18 a year. So $18 per year um, pays for the domain name, Um, so yourcompany.com plus the space to store your website. Um, so I've just found that incredibly affordable, especially starting out. Uh, basically, I think it cost me like $90, um, every five years and my website and web hosting is taken care of for five years. Um, now the only downside to the web hosting for free is that, um, it's only for sort of sites you build offline. So if you have a software um, like the front page or Dreamweaver or something like that to, to uh, design your website in and then you have the HTML files, uh, then you can upload them easily to the web hosting for uh, servers. And uh, that's how that works. What? Uh, they don't provide for that level of pricing is they don't provide sort of the drag and drop or build your website in, uh, you know, on their servers, um, you know, like uh, using WordPress or anything like that. It's strictly for taking your own HTML files and putting them up there and hosting them that way. Now, um, on the other side of it, um, I believe I use, uh, now for my, the, uh, uh, lawn care business success.com website, I use host upon, um, and that's strictly because I wanted, um, to be able to, um, have the website, uh, dynamically ready. So basically, um, you can, whether you're viewing the website on a cell phone or, your tablet, or your computer, the layout automatically changes to fit um, perfectly to those devices. Now, um, I will probably this uh, coming off-season when things slow down, uh, possibly convert my actual company website and convert it to um, my HostUpon web servers instead uh because uh Google has recently um sort of cracked down on websites that are not mobile optimized so i haven't seen an effect yet but uh as far as you know when people search for my company name um and my company you know if they're on a cell phone um theoretically under these new sort of uh, guidelines or rules that Google has put out Because my website is built sort of on an old framework and it doesn't adapt to the device. So, if somebody, uh, if you uh, search or come upon my uh, website with your cell phone, you get the exact same website as you would see on your uh, computer. So, you have to actually, you know, pinch and zoom uh, on your smartphone to read the text and stuff. And Google doesn't want that. Google wants it to. Um, you know, optimize and adapt to that smaller screen. So theoretically, under the new rules, if somebody is searching for my website and they come upon it and they're on a cell phone or sorry, they're searching Google for it, um, Google will omit my, my company or website from their search results or put them much lower in the rankings uh, because they're not optimized uh, for mobile. Now, this doesn't affect people who uh, see my trailers and see the website address and just type it in directly. You're always going to be able to view the website. Um, but uh, just doing a Google search, uh, theoretically, uh, the amount of calls I get, should uh, I should see a drop in those because of the website not being optimized. But like I say, it hasn't happened yet. and So I'm sort of uh, uh, biding my time Uh, waiting for the, you know, getting through this busy season. And then once the winter hits, um, depending on the results, um, I may probably just switch it up anyways. It's been five years with that website uh, at any rate. So I may just switch it up to a WordPress style website uh, so that it's optimized for all devices. Uh, At that case, I'll have to move it over to the the company or uh, web servers I use for, The way lawn care business success website, uh, which is, uh, host upon. Um, and I use them and it roughly works out to be about, uh, $3.95, uh, per month, including, uh, the domain name as well. Um, and you host your website on there. Um, you get one click WordPress install. So basically you have the space, uh, they give you, uh, with them. It's unlimited space and unlimited data or bandwidth. So, You know, they've got a whole bunch of uh, uh, different um, services that you can use to uh, make your website Um, the most popular um, that I've heard of and and seen is called WordPress. And they have one-click WordPress install. So basically, you go into your account, pick the service you want, you click on it, it installs WordPress, and then uh, you go into the WordPress uh, uh, dashboard And you can pick themes, uh, which install automatically. And, um, you know, it makes it a lot easier if you want to set up, uh, say, a contact page. You uh, can download uh, a plugin for that. Um, You know, if you want to embed audio or video, you can do all that. Um, You can put your photos in. You can do um, sort of timelines, like a blog, where it automatically just adds the next... Uh, entry or content um so for a beginner i would i would suggest that unless you can do the uh html yourself or use a, a different sort of drag and drop software on your computer then just put the files yourself onto uh, the web hosting for free um then i would go with uh, the host upon um there's other services out there hostgator uh bluehost there's tons of them um i just uh I went with HostUpon and I have been giving them a go so far. They've been great. Um, I don't have the full extensive experience with them. This being my first year uh, using them, Uh, web hosting for free though, I can say I've been using those guys for uh, uh, many, many years, probably going back 10, 15 years for every website I've ever done. And uh, I've never had issues uh, with that. But like I say, you can't, it's not uh, the quick, easy way of doing it. So, Um, that, uh, covers sort of the web hosting now on the, um, WordPress side, if you're doing your website, um, you're, like I said, as far as the contact pages and stuff, there are plugins and stuff that you can do. Um, if you go to the longcarebusinesssuccess.com website, you'll see the contact tab. You click that and, uh, you know, it brings up a form. That people can put their name and their email address and submit a question, um, you know, and then that gets sent to me. Um, now that was just a plugin that I added. and you download a plugin, it automatically adds that contact page. It's all done for you, all the code and lines and stuff. Now on the web hosting for free side, um, or another way to do this, um, is you can use a service that is fantastic called JotForm. That's J-O-T. F-O-R-M. Now, uh, and I think it's jotform.com. Now, basically, jotform lets you custom design forms, uh, for your internet usage, right? So you, and then they spit out a code, uh, that you can embed into your websites. Um, and basically what it does is you can, uh, like on my company website, um, I have a, a, one of the tabs at the top is free estimate. Now, when a customer clicks on the free estimate, it opens up a new page with, uh, you know, a similar contact form that has people put in their name and their, uh, address, their email address. And then under, under it, you can custom, you know, different options you want. So I'll put, um, you know, what are they interested, what sort of estimate are they interested in? Um, so You know, and I'll put a whole bunch of options like weekly lawn mowing, fertilizing packages, aerating, um, rubbish removal, all the sorts of services that I offer in my business. Now, what happens is people just go through and they check mark these boxes off and they hit submit. Now, what the cool part about JotForm is uh, not only does it send you an email instantly, um, with the request from this customer, but they automatically keep a database too of all of your, uh, previous calls or obvious previous inquiries, uh, from your JotForm submissions. And they have, um, apps uh, that you can download to your smartphone, either Android or iPhone, uh, the JotForm app. And, uh, in that app, you uh, you know, you just open the app and there's all of your previous inquiries from every customer that's ever submitted an inquiry with their name, their phone number, their address, what they were interested in, um, right there on your smartphone. So if you ever need to go back and contact somebody, you just open the app up, look up their uh, information there. And it's like sort of time Um, so you can go back, uh, by the month and year and, and see those, uh, inquiries. Um, so that's really neat because that basically turns, um, the website almost on autopilot. So 24 hours a day, um, you know, seven days a week, even though, you know, especially on the weekends, um, or after hours when, uh, you know, my business hours for my, uh, business are, uh, Monday through Friday, nine to five. So, what I find too is in the evenings or especially on weekends, people will, you know, stumble upon the website and, uh, you know, they look at it and they're interested in the services. They go say maybe to the lawn mowing page and learn all about our services, what we offer, what we don't offer, what's included, that sort of stuff. And, you know, they want to have a quote done. So, and, but they can see, you know, as far as our business hours and stuff that we're closed at the moment. So there's no point in phoning us. So what they'll do is they'll just submit. So I, I get. A, I tend to get a lot of these on the weekend where, you know, I'll be out at my kid's soccer game or something and my phone buzzes and I check down and there's, a, you know, a request for a quote and it has the customer's name, has their phone number, their address, all that stuff that I defined, previously defined in that uh, submission. Um, the neat thing too is that when a customer does that, you can uh, have it set up so it automatically emails the customer back, um, basically saying you know, uh, confirming that you receive this message, So it'll say, it'll send a customer back something like, you know, thank you for your interest in uh, your company and uh, that, uh, you know, we'll get back to you or somebody will contact you shortly in regards to your quote. Um, so it's really neat because it's kind of like having a personal virtual assistant or a secretary there who's answering the phone and, and sort of taking that information. The other neat thing um, that I found that I really like about it is that, um, and i I almost prefer now for all customers to go sort of through that way first. Um, because, uh, by, uh, getting their information, knowing what they want, um, I will do a uh, Google, go to Google maps and look up their address that they've submitted on that, uh, uh, request form. So then, you know, I've already get and you know, and then I'll do the street view and look. So now before I've even talked to the customer, I know where they live, what area of town, if, you know, and then I can tell if, you know, if I have other customers close by, um, I can see, you know, a satellite view of how large their property is and how much of, of it is actually lawns or gardens. Um, I can do a street view and see, you know, sort of the shape of the house. Um, you know, if it's taken care of, if it's not taken care of, so I can sort of get my mindset into, you know, um, if they look like they put a lot of care and intention into their gardens and things, or if they're sort of, uh, will be just the, you know, wanting it just once, you know, cut, um, uh, not too often or sort of thing. So I, I sort of already get an idea of what I'm going to uh, be dealing with and, and stuff so it comes in super handy And i call the customer i already know when they're describing and, you know if they want a quote on hedges or something it's on the left side i can already see from the street view or or the overhead satellite view um where those hedges are what they're talking about you know cuz they'll say i got some hedges that you'll see a uh, you know maybe they'll say something like um, you'll see my boat parked in the driveway and just behind that to the left um, there's some hedges, small hedges and stuff. And, and I can already see that in the picture. You can see, you know, that they had the boat park there or from the satellite view that there's that area that they're describing. So that comes in super handy jot form. I would uh, recommend that to everybody to at least take a look at that. And like I say, you can predefine, uh, what, uh, the, you know, what information you want. You can define whether, you know, this. the, the there's information that's uh required fields or whether they're optional fields for people to, f- to fill in or not. Um, with mine, I basically do first name, last name, uh, their address and email address all as required fields, and then I give um, you know, all the options of you know, like maybe 10 or 12 different services, um, of ones that I do, and then the last service listing those services that they can check off, and then the last I just put as like other if it's something else that they're inquiring about. Um, so that's fantastic. So like I say, you get these emails and uh, you already have a whole bunch of information before you even talk to the person about where they live, what they're looking for. Um, and you can sort of already see uh, what the job's going to look like and see, uh, you know, because uh, a lot of times the people give you an address and, you know, they want to know when you can come out and stuff. And you're kind of scrambling to sort of figure out, okay, well, I don't uh, necessarily know if I can come out today because maybe across town or something or in a different part of a different neighborhood. So by just sort of pre-looking at everything before you talk to the customer, you already have an idea of, you know, what day you'd be able to come out and look at it and, and that. So that is fantastic. Now, the other service I use online technology wise is MailChimp. Now with MailChimp, it's uh, basically a email list builder um and you'll have to so basically what this is is every customer that i have um another you know thing that i do is i take everybody's i get an email address from everybody now not everyone will have an email address but i find that 99.99% of people do um and i tell them up front i'm not going to be um spamming you or you know saying it's just sort of uh contact you with relevant information. And I don't do it for everybody. Um, as far as like every, uh, quote or, um, you know, inquiry that comes in, but what I use it for, um, is just more for my regular customers. So all of my regular established clients that know me, I put them all in this, uh, email list. And what Uh, MailChimp lets you do is it lets you design professional looking uh, HTML style emails. Um, So full color, uh, beautiful graphics that you basically can, you know, continue that branding effort um, through your email. Now, the other neat thing, so what I've done with this is I've taken my full color postcard that I had from Vistaprint and, um, that I described in the last episode. And I uh, scanned it in the computer, took that artwork, um, or actually, no, let me head back here. I didn't actually scan it in. I actually went to, uh, my Vistaprint account and, uh, logged in there. Cause they show you in your Vistaprint account, they have the full color, um, sort of, uh, proofs there of your uh, what you're ordering. So I just copied those. Um and then um took those into Mailchimp and took the you know same background as my postcard and that artwork that I had uploaded myself with the uh, company logos and everything. And I uh picked uh, again you can pick themes and stuff for your uh, email templates. So I picked themes with similar colors um as my um website and then I uploaded that same artwork into the sort of header and footer of my email app messages. And then you add your content in the middle, uh, whether it's like a newsletter, um, you know, I did one in the spring, um, basically uh, uh, up until that point, what I would do every year is uh, before the start of the season, I would go through and call for the last seven, eight years, um, I would go through my client list. And I would call every single customer and, uh, confirm whether they were continuing service for this year. Um, but it was a lot of work and a lot of times you wouldn't reach the customer. Um, you know, they'd be working or, you know, you'd leave a message and they don't answer back. You don't know if they got the, the message. Um, so it was always, uh, you know, this, uh, labor intensive active, trying to contact customers to confirm because I didn't want to just show up at people's properties, um, without at least confirming that, uh, you know, they're continuing service and such, uh, cause things change over the winter it's a long, you know, four to five months sometimes. And, uh, you lose contact with people and you don't know if they've moved or, um, God forbid, you know, passed away or something. So, uh, with MailChimp, what it does is uh, not only does it let you design custom email templates um, that you can then save and reuse and just change your things, but it also keeps track of your subscribers. So when you send out your email, um, it will keep track and show you the open rate and it will, you know, inform you of maybe email addresses that the email bounced back from, but also it will uh, show you who opened the email and how many times they opened the email. So I would have customers that, um, you know, I could tell the open rate, you know, I, within the first day, the second day, that first week, you know, you'd be like 80%, 90% open rate. It shows you who opened those emails and who hasn't read the emails. Um, so you knew right away. And then that uh, channeled my focus because then if it was, you know, I would do this sort of like a month in advance. And as it got closer to the start date of having to mow lawns, instead of having to call, you know, uh, a hundred percent of my client list, uh, because in the, like that particular email, I would say, um, you know, all clients, uh, lawns will start being mowed on such and such a day. If there's any changes to this schedule, or you'd like to cancel service beforehand, um, let us know before this date. Um, so as that date would come and pass, I knew that the customers who had opened that email and hadn't, um, gotten back to me were fine with me starting to mow their lawns again. And then, you know, you'd have, you know, maybe two or three, um, uh, clients that didn't open the email and it would be past that date of, uh, canceling service for that year. So what I would do then is instead of now having to call hundred percent of the clients to confirm, I would just have to concentrate on calling those two or three clients that didn't get the email, or it wasn't showing that they opened the email. So they could have been either on vacation or, uh, just, you know, the email might've slipped by or went into their uh, junk folder or something like that. Uh, so that made it a lot easier. Um, you know, and ironically too, um, it's funny you would get, uh, you know, with some emails, you'll get, uh, uh, depending on what you're asking, uh, people, uh, people will say, Oh, yeah, you know, you'll ask them, you know, if they want this sort of service or that sort of service. And a client might say, Oh, no, I didn't get your email about it, right? But you know, in your, um, your, uh, MailChimp app that it shows that they opened the email. Not only did they open the email, but they opened it 18 times. Um, from the time that you sent it to them, or they opened it six times, or whatever. It tells you exactly how many times that uh, email was opened uh, from that end uh, recipient. So that's another neat uh, uh, little um, uh, trick that you can do. Um, the only thing to watch out with uh, things like uh, MailChimp, and any email um, build, list building service like AWeber, uh, which is similar to MailChimp, um, is that there are a lot of rules now regarding spam and junk email and stuff in your country. Um, and each country is different. Um, and even uh, maybe different uh, states or provinces might have different rules. But um so you have to look into that first as far as not just blanket emailing every email address that you get from people uh, and just sort of narrowing it down. And like I say, that's why I sort of keep it for me just on the safe side. Um, I just keep it, even though technically if somebody inquires about, um, you know, generally if they inquire about a quote and give you their email address, say, through, through job form and stuff, you are allowed to send them, um, you know, offers and stuff for up to, you know, six months or a year after that uh, inquiry. Um, I don't do that just because I don't want to be a pest about it. Um, so I, I strictly for my own personal uh, usage, keep it to only regular clients, clients that, uh, I've hired me to do work for them, um, on a regular basis. Uh, that's who I send the offers to and reminders and, you know, stuff like that. I'll send out, um, you know, here in my, um, uh, city, we have, uh, watering, watering restrictions that come into play every, uh, June 1st. So, um, from September 30th until June 1st, um, you're free to water your lawn whenever you like. Um, You can have your sprinklers on any time of day for as long as you want. From uh, June 1st until that September 30th, depending on your address, you can only water your lawn three times a week um, between the hours of 4 a.m. and 9 a.m. Now, this is to obviously reduce water wastage and, uh, you know, have people watering at optimal times when it's cool, uh, in the evenings and stuff. So water isn't just, uh, you know, immediately evaporating and not, uh, you know, getting full soil penetration and stuff. So what I'll do is I'll email reminders to customers using MailChimp that, Hey, just, you know, a reminder that watering restrictions are coming to play, you know, that sort of thing. So I use it for all sorts of, uh, uh, things like that. Um, yeah, so that sort of, uh, sums up, um, three of the, uh, top services, uh, I use, uh, technology wise, uh, for my lawn care business. Um, that's about uh, it for this week there, lawn care nation. Um, I'd like to thank you again for all taking the time to join me. Uh, And as always, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about the show, please head over to the website, longcarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact to share your thoughts. As always, um, I ask if you find any uh, value in this content that I'm providing, I ask that you please uh, take a moment um, to rate the podcast, wherever you get it from, be it on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher Radio. It really helps me out with the search engine rankings on those, uh, uh, services and, uh, helps it to expose the podcast to other people that, uh, it could be of help to, uh, thanks again for listening and, uh, be sure to join me next week for another episode until then here's to wishing you all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.